Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to the Airwaves of the Voice of the Cape. If you've just tuned in on 91.3 FM stereo, 89.8, 90.9, 95, as well as www.vsfm.co.za out on the World Wide Web. My name is Mohammed Fasif Peterson, and I'll be with you from now right up until uh, 9 o'clock this evening with the program MJC Speaks. And uh, this evening we'll be looking at Heritage Day, particularly uh, looking at uh, the events uh, of uh, uh, the 24th of um, of September uh, happening in the Kramat um, and I think this was something that uh, you know we uh, touched on uh, in the previous show but I think we want to unpack really uh, what the significance of this program was the success of it and also uh, what we can look forward to in terms of the development and entrenchment of heritage in uh, the uh, in the Makassar area in the, Kram- in the Kramat area and also uh, we'll be speaking about uh, um, some uh, some things that were said there that I think is you know pertinent and important to the Muslim community. Well, uh, and then of course uh, we will be joined by our special guest Mona Abdul Khalik Ali uh, for the first uh, few minutes of the program. The first uh, deputy president of the MJC, also Mr. Nazim Braf, historian of the Kramat, uh, and uh, also Haji Ibrahim Roda, an historian, will be joining us. Uh, he will be doing so online. Uh, Imam Abdul Sattar Mauza, we're hoping to get him, a resident uh, of Makkah. And Ms. Nizam Sunday, the treasurer of the Kramat Mosque uh, Committee, inshallah, will be chatting to us about uh, the Makassar area, the Kramat area, and of course uh, the significance of um, or the heri- protection of the heritage and th- some things that were mentioned at the uh, program on the 24th, inshallah, and we'll be, some very exciting developments coming out of that uh, on Heritage Day. But for now, we're going to take a break. Um, when we come back, we'll continue. Stay tuned to VSC 91. 3FM. And of course, you can WhatsApp us 072 SMS us 47913. And uh, yeah, that's how you can get in touch with us during the show. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ninidabum, welcome. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Assalamu alaikum, I'm Shafiq Morton. The Voice of the Cape celebrates 23 years of community radio. Join us in celebrating my radio station, your radio station, our radio station. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to VOC 91.3 FM stereo and uh, of course uh, we're talking about heritage um, and particularly the heritage of the Kramat. Uh, we know that uh, as we mentioned there were two programs held over the uh, holiday holiday of the heritage day on the 24th of um, on the 24th of uh, 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 September and that was one was held in Boakap uh, uh, and the community of the Boakap were involved but then there was another very interesting program which was held uh, in uh, Makassar and of course one of the the, 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 the reasons for this one of, one of the features at least was uh, celebrating the heritage of uh, Yusuf uh, of Makassar and then also looking at the heritage and the life of uh, of Mona Abdul Khalik and 
father of Mona, uh, Ihsan Hendricks, uh, who we know uh, was a champion uh, in his time, particularly as, as president of the MJC, uh, for the cause of heritage and uh, preserving the heritage of the Cape Muslim community, uh, which was very close to his heart. So tonight I am joined in studio by uh, Advocate Nazim Braf. We'll be getting uh, Mona Abdul Khalik early on the line very shortly, inshallah. And then also I am joined by Imam Abdus Satar Mauza, a resident of uh, Makassar, uh, to talk about the significance of, of Makassar, the heritage there. Um, and then also we'll be discussing um, certain things that were mentioned. And um, the MJ, MJC, of course, uh, had uh, indicated that uh, there is work afoot to 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 um, declare the economics of the Cape as heritage sites. So, inshallah, we'll be chatting about that in a moment. But first, let me greet my guest in studio. In the meantime, uh, I has I mentioned uh, Advocate Nazim Braf, uh, as well as uh, Abdus Sattar uh, Mauza. Assalamu alaikum, gentlemen, and welcome to the show. Wa alaikum, salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum, salam wa I'm not an advocate, I'm an accountant. Uh, an accountant. <laughs> okay, so no, I think I'll just put the C there with I'll the... I'll have to catch Inshallah. Well, of course... Um, uh, we, before before we get into anything else, I just want to maybe also greet uh, and stand Mona Abdul joins us now, uh, the first deputy president of the Muslim Judicial Council. Mona, assalamu alaikum and welcome to the show as well. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brother Faiz, and to the panel and the guest who has especially come out of this very special program, mashallah. Alhamdulillah, it's a pleasure having uh, having uh, Mona with us this evening. And of course, uh, um, speaking about it, it's just something that I'm also very, very passionate about. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, looking, we can only understand where we're going to if you understand where we've come from. Um, as cliche as that sounds, so tonight we're speaking about Makassar, but we'll also be speaking about Muslim heritage in the form of the Karamats that is very dear to, you know, the Cape Muslim community's heart. So um, I want to jump in and talk about the program that was held in Makassar. We know the MJC supported two very important programs, one in Borkap, as we mentioned earlier, and then the other one was uh, in the region of Makassar, um, where the MJC also had a program, and we commemorated also the life of Monax and Hendricks there. Uh, so tell us, uh, just talk about the success of the program on the 24th of September in Makassar. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. First and foremost, I would like to express our gratitude for the coordinating team. We have put in much effort, alhamdulillah. We have brought one of the most successful heritage programs uh, together in recent times. Now, what? how do we assess the success of a program is the continuity of what is intended by a, a program of this particular nature. Having the event and a program that must be able to culminate into further development, further intensified focus and with positive outcomes is what we would want to regard as some uh, success of this particular program. But speaking about the day itself, what was very significant was that our beloved and dear respected, the life president of the Muslim Judicial Council, Sheikh Abdul Hamid Khabir, came out despite his age and he partook in that particular program. What added value to that was the fact that the president of the MDC, Sheikh Irfan, as well as the former president of the Muslim Judicial Council, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, were there, uh, and all our other members uh, that partook in that particular program. Now, that historic uh, place there has hosted many presidents, leaders of countries, distinguished guests, 
learned scholars, historians, many guests in actual fact in South Africa today, if we have to assess and make an evaluation where the most distinguished guest, foreign guest, has ever visited and that will continue to be visiting, then the Owl Masjid can be a reference and a reference an important reference, but equally the the Kramat of Sheikh Yusuf Rahmatullahi. In actual fact the Kramat of Sheikh Yusuf Rahmatullahi would feature prominently as number one for when people would arrive and they would want to go and find out about the history or the legacy of Islam or the founder of Islam or the father figure of Islam, then truly that becomes a very important a reference for the Muslim community. So upholding the importance of Heritage Day, what made it further significant was when we had, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, the African National Congress confirming that the Deputy Secretary General, uh, Excellency, our dear sister, Jessie Duarte, will also be attending that particular program. And with the vision that how can we be able to speed up the process in having our karamas being declared. And we know, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, we are standing at a point where we steadily moving in the direction for such declaration to take place. Now, why it is so important to us is obviously also because of the Muslim uh, relationship with Indonesia. And now we all acknowledge that all our forefathers and many others would have come from different countries, from Tanzania, from Yemen, Hadramaut, and so forth and so forth, or from India for that matter. The relationship that the Muslim community enjoys with the Muslim community in Indonesia is of great significant value. But further to that, the relations, the bilateral relationship between our two countries further has to be strengthened and this is a golden opportunity so subhanallah speaking about that particular event and once again as i started off i started saying by acknowledging the coordinating team there is a historic development that's taking place here and that historic development is the fact that alhamdulillah the makassa the muslim council the sunflay Muslim Jama'ah, as well as the Nurul Latif Islamic Association. We, the Imamat, as well as the Masajid committees, and our communities, inshallah, Aziz, have made a pledge to say, collectively, as a collective community, because we are the closest, we are the community that surround this significant place. And as we say, there are still going to be many, many guests that is going to come visit in Ziara, this particular historic reference for Muslims in South Africa. We have said that it is important for us to identify our challenges as well as what opportunities are there for us. And as a collective to say, how best can we be able to translate the opportunities that we have into collective benefits for our community. And that is significant, one of the outcomes of this particular wonderful event that Allah has blessed us with, alhamdulillah.
Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And then also, just before I let uh, Mawad Abdul Khalik go, uh, if we look at uh, um, the 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 the, the uh, aspect of of heritage as a whole, and and uh, ideally and amazingly enough, and I don't know if it was planned that way, but uh, the two heritage programs that were supported by the MGC, the one in 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 Makassar as well as the one in Borkup, um those two communities particularly are, should I say, anchored by Great Olia. Uh, as we mentioned, Sheikh Yusuf al Makassari in 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 um, in, uh, uh, in uh, Makassar, and then also uh, we have Tuanguru Rahmatullahi Aday, uh, who who's who's buried uh, up in the Borkap. Uh, so so when we look at that, can we then say that front and center, uh, whenever we talk about heritage of of the Muslim community, and when we try and uh, keep this legacy alive and teach it to our kids, that they will always play a, should I say, leading role in terms of uh, in terms of uh, how we educate our our youth, uh, particularly about the legacy of Muslims in in in, in the Cape. So, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, I, with regard to what you are saying, it's very, very, absolutely correct. It's very central. We had our themes to say, our history, our our heroes, our future. And e- equally to be saying, we commemorate, we celebrate, and it is our uh, our fundamental responsibility to educate. And if we want our next generations to understand the significance of heritage and these only Ya Allah who served the cause of Islam, who preserved the identity of Islam, who stood very firmly against injustices, stood firmly for our freedom of all people, then it is absolutely essential for us. One of the things that has been raised was to say, how do we look at the curriculum of our makatib and our madaris and uh, the history that have been taught in our institutions. So it is very, very important. And the Muslim Judicial Council, as we say, and here I would like to acknowledge in conclusion, a person by uh, one of our leaders, Rahmatullah Ali, uh, Imam Ali Khirdin. Imam Ali Khirdin served as a commissioner on the South African Human, uh, South African Heritage Council. And that itself is very significant. And here I would like to acknowledge we have one of our sisters doing some good research, our brother Nazim, Aziz Ibrahim, subhanallah, he's an important pillar. He just celebrated his 80th anniversary. Madiman is false tomb. And he is ready to say, what is the next challenge and who can I get further for? So I think with the type of people that we have, and I'm sure that it's time for us to think in terms of an association of Muslim uh, historians must be able to be established. There may be, there may not be. I cannot recall, but that group of historians must be able to say, what next in the legacy of Dr. Ahmed David, Rahmatullahi, we need to be able to look at and be able to take it further. I also would like to acknowledge the Shah Muhammad Trust, because they have taken a, a, a very important responsibility of preserving the maintaining the maqam of Sheikh Yusuf Rahmatullahi, but also the adjacent land. That is so very critical and important to preserve the future for Islam. On behalf of our president and on behalf of all of our MDC leadership, really we would want to salute the Jama'as there, Brother Nazim, Aji Ibrahim, and the rest of the Imamat, our brothers, Mulana Shaheed and Mulana Muhammad Peters, and uh, our Honorable uh, Imam um, 
uh, Abdul Sattar, Atarwala, for, for playing important roles with their committees, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Imam Abu Bakr is our senior elder. He has really kept us together for a while, all the time, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, to understand the history of Sunflay in the surrounding areas. There's much that we can speak about, but I would want to think it requires much more time for us to elaborate on that inshallah inshallah the voice of uh, Mona Abdul Khalik Ali uh, first deputy president of the MJC joining us today shukran so much uh, and all the best inshallah Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And of course, uh, exciting news. Uh, the process is uh, being put in place, inshallah, to hopefully declare the Karamat uh, heritage sites. And uh, I think that uh, for most Muslims, uh, or for all Muslims uh, uh, at the Cape and around the, around the country, I think uh, this uh, gives us a sense, you know, that our history is recognized, our heritage is recognized. And of course, alhamdulillah, our Karamats are being Preserved, Alhamdulillah. Well, uh, we continue, and uh, as mentioned, I still have with me uh, Mr. Nazim Braf, uh, historian of the Karamat area, and also uh, enjoined in studio by Imam Abdus Sattar Mauza, resident of uh, Makassar. So, uh, when I want to come back, and I want to start maybe with Imam. Uh, if we look at uh, Makassar and uh, the legacy of this place, that I think, Subhanallah, um, uh, if we if we only but go back to the the idea of uh, Sheikh Yusuf al Makassar, and I I know that. Uh, um, we'll be chatting to um, uh, to Haji uh, Ibrahim Ruwada a little bit later on. He will be telling us in detail. And I spoke to him on Heritage Day, where he unpacked for me uh, a little bit of the history of Sheikh Yusuf Malik of Makassar, such a dynamic person. But when it comes to the community of uh, Makassar today, are people still aware of the heritage that you know this this rich heritage, and uh, do they look? To the uh, uh, you know the the mazar of of of, of Sheikh Yusuf and and kind of still feel you know that we are part of something so special. Yes, uh, in connection with the heritage in Makassar, so far as the Muslims or all the Muslims in Cape Town is concerned, they have high values. And because it was the personality and the spiritual side of this personality that could come out all the way from Indonesia or from Makassar in, 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 uh, uh, in Indonesia and to Cape Town, from there to Ceylon and to Cape Town, and then to have been able to stood the man he was. They tried to take away his inner self, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because of his sacrifices, protected him, and he fought, he made an effort and that is what we, unfortunately, here in Cape Town, must do, is to preserve the most valuable item, and that is our Iman. 
Subhanallah. I, I think that uh, also, um, if we look at the wisdom of these people, coming to a country where, which is completely hostile to their religion, to their faith in terms of the colonial, the Dutch colonials who uh, kind of basically ruled the Rustia for, 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 for a number of years. And uh, so um, building Islam uh, under, under siege, basically, huh. to the point where we are now. And we are the products of that, subhanAllah. Uh, the fact that we are Muslim, the fact that we uh, can exercise our deen today, the fact that Islam is spread far and wide in this community and in this country, subhanAllah. Uh, I think that is just so profound. Um, when we come back, I'll chat to uh, Mr. Nazim Braf. And uh, also, uh, we'll be uh, talking about the, uh, should I say, the, 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 the families. We'll be talking about the community of Makassar the dynamicism that exists there and also maybe touching on other issues that I think uh, you would really, really be interested in listening to. So, yeah, sit closer to the radio. This is MJC Speaks this evening, uh, looking at the heritage of the Makassar uh, Karamat area. Uh, when we come back, we will continue. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening. Assalamu alaikum. I'm Shafiq Morton. The Voice of the Cape celebrates 23 years of community radio. Join us in celebrating my radio station, your radio station, our radio station. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, The Voice of the Cape, of course, uh, 23 years old. Can you imagine that? Can you believe VSC is uh, turned 23 this year? Well, uh, this is the same program, MJC Speaks. Uh, I'm still in studio with uh, Ms. Nazim Braf as well as uh, uh, Imam Abdus Tatar Maza, a resident of Makassar. We're speaking about the heritage and history of Makassar and the Karamat. And uh, um, I want to go back and talk to uh, uh, to Ms. Nazim around the uh, idea idea of uh, um, heritage in the Karamat area and, and, and I think when we talk about the legacy of um, of uh, Sheikh Yusuf al and, and we alluded to the fact uh, during the break that there is this idea that uh, um, if we don't necessarily, if we don't learn from the from the, the life lessons, and if we don't look at these people in terms of trying to learn from them, as opposed to just putting them on a pedestal, yes, they deserve uh, the honor and the respect uh, for, for, for 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 the status and the stages that they have attained. And Allah Subhanahu uh, has has definitely put them in amongst us as uh, to learn from them. So definitely. Should we, uh, are we doing enough to bring across those lessons? And um, in terms of how should we look at this legacy that we find in ourselves, or that we grew up with, basically? Yes, indeed. Uh, so, in, in fact, that's one of the reasons why we changed the theme uh, this year. It is not only about celebrating heritage. Uh, the focus and the theme was literally recognizing and reminding and educating uh, our younger generation about the heritage. But more so, uh, how do we honor the role models? We have role models in this country amongst the Muslim community that sadly to say we, we, we don't honor enough. 
we have real pioneers and in this particular precinct we have uh, three royals that were banished from the motherland and obviously most known is said yusuf uh, who came in 1694 and he merely stayed there for five years he passed away 1699 but 300 uh, close to 350 years we see the legacy and the footprint um, that he has left Uh, but more so i mean we also had uh, the raja of tambora who lived on fergelegen during that same era who in in fact, got married to uh, uh, to the daughter of uh, Saint Yusuf, and then more so, uh, we also had two Javanese princes, uh, and they lived in Stellenbosch in the same era, almost in the same era for 30 years approximately, and very little is known around those three, um, you know, uh, aristocrats uh, from loyal descent from Java, etc., in this precinct. So. There is, uh, the time has come for us to really look at how do we contextualize and how does the history inform us to build a better future. So it's interesting that we mention that because uh, when we look at the legacy of the Cape Muslims, we think of slavery uh, as a whole. Uh, here we have uh, noblemen, we have political prisoners in the sense also being brought here to the Cape uh, because of the threat that they posed uh, just by virtue of, of the stance against the Dutch colonialism. Um, and, and, and I think also this, it's, it's such a stark uh, you know, contrast in the sense that we find these people being brought uh, from, from the home country to the tip of Africa uh, with no possibility of ever going back home and having to build and craft a community here. And I think also we spoke about this in the break, the fact that subhanAllah, we can say that they've succeeded because uh, the practices that they had instituted, the kind of Muslim community that they helped to build and craft and the du'as that they, I think, poured over this community. SubhanAllah, today we find um, we are still Muslim with the credit of Allah because of them. Allah Akbar, you know, we we should really be grateful. We're talking about our fight against uh, apartheid, etc. If we look at the f- the fight that these uh, gentlemen had, they were extradited from their home country. They were put in the wilderness, thousands and thousands of miles across uh, the Indian Ocean and banished uh, from their loved ones and their homeland. And literally to see how Islam has blossomed in this area, um, you know, through real, real difficulties and oppression. Uh, I think, wallahi, it should be, uh, we, we are very blessed and honored. And that's one of the reasons why, if we look at, uh, you know, our heroes, uh, you know, later part, I mean, I talk about, uh, you know, Sheikh Yusuf Bully, um, you know, um, the former president of the MJC, uh, Sheikh Nazim Muhammad, and they had a vision. Uh, back in the late 80s uh, when they said uh, this area cannot be only a site uh, to visit when people uh, used to come from Cape Town with an ox wagon etc today alhamdulillah we are blessed we have approximately 150,000 people in close proximity and there's a population explosion we expect to go up to about a quarter million rand between Somerset West and Kailichan which is playing today and this precinct is slapping in the middle of this population explosion so the time has come for us to redefine the next 300 and 350 years and therefore I have to single out you know the vision of Sheikh Nazim Muhammad Sheikh Yusuf Buli uh, you know Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel as well as um, you know um, Mullah 
what's her name, Ihsan Hendricks, uh, when he made a very profound announcement as well, not only about the legacy, but embracing the diversity of Islam. SubhanAllah, and uh, I think on, uh, on that also, we've got to talk about, they built a legacy, but also they were trying to build a legacy, not just not just for this kind of, for this generation, but for the future, for future generations. Because I mean, uh, preserving heritage and history is not for those people who are really aware of it, as much as it is for those that are still to come, so that they need to learn and understand. And and, 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 and I think also maybe on an, at another time, we might, might want to delve into how do we apply this? How do we, does it become part of the curriculum? of Madaris and Madrasas and Muslim uh, uh, Muslim themed uh, primary schools and, and high schools but I think um, before we even get there one other aspect is um, in terms of the preservation of of of, of the, the, the the heritage uh, particularly when it comes to to, to, to the Karamas and, and we spoke we, we're speaking about youth and young people um, currently are we seeing that uh, there's, 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 there's a sense of, of, of um, keen amongst the parents to want to introduce uh, um, the heritage and history and if there is a lack of that uh, how, how do we propose within the home environment within the uh, community collectively how do we propose to um, should I say entrench and, and develop the sense of interest I, I, I think there's tremendous opportunity. I think, uh, as Mullah Abdul Khalid uh, earlier said, I mean, we have historians amongst us, uh, you know, who are getting on in life. Uh, you know, with Ahmad David, uh, the, and uh, with the use of the Costa, and Mr. Ibrahim Roda, just an 80 years old. It is critically important that we're starting to look at how do we keep this alive? How do we capture this knowledge of these living historians? So they are, you know, walking encyclopedias with us and we need to capture that we need to preserve this and make sure that this become our education among it amongst our next generation today alhamdulillah we have the means of radio television etc we should maximize the usage of these mediums and client communications today the voice of Mr. Nazim Braf, uh, and uh, we also have Imam Abdul Sattar Mazur, he's in Dombakasa, joining us in studio. We're going to go for a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by uh, Mr. Ibrahim Roeder, a uh, historian as well, on uh, the airwaves of the Voice of the Cape, and he'll be chatting to us about the uh, history and heritage of the Makassar uh, community, and uh, also just maybe touching on some things that I think uh, we haven't uh, we haven't thought about uh, before, inshallah, but when we come back after the break. Uh, we will continue. Stay tuned. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. 91.3 FM Stereo, the Voice of the Cape. This is MJC Speaks. About seven minutes left in the program. And um, yeah, so we have with us uh, Mr. Nazim Braf, uh, uh, historian of the Karamat area. We also have uh, Imam Abdus Sattar Mauser, resident of Makassar, joining us. And now online, uh, uh, Mr. Ibrahim Rueda, a historian of the Cape community, who has uh, um, on many occasions been uh, has joined us on uh, VOC to reflect upon culture and heritage of the community and I've always learned something very interesting when this man uh, is on air but uh, let me greet uh, gentlemen assalamu alaikum uh, and uh, welcome to the show once again 
Uh, first of all, Shukran for joining us uh, this evening. Um, I want to say that uh, uh, when we when we talk about uh, um, uh, Makassar, it's it's a it's a place that's very close to my heart, particularly. But uh, um, when uh, when when we speak about the significance, not just of uh, the 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 the, the Mazar and of Sheikh Yusuf Al Makassar, although he is a prominent figure and um, Subhanallah, he's he's he's, he's he, he he contributed so so tremendously to the to to the to the Muslim community. There's also a very interesting dynamic when we look at the families and the community of uh, the the Makassar area. Indeed, indeed. Fasid, let me start off by making dua for those people of Makassar and Sulawesi who've been afflicted by the earthquake and the tsunami and the devastation caused by these two natural phenomena. It's just just sad to see that so many people have died because of that. We make dua, but Allah must make it easy for them over there, inshallah. Let me start before we go to the families and see. I need, it is imperative that we congratulate the organizers of this event at Makassar, at the, the Karamat of Sheikh Yusuf, for the beautiful way, and may also thank Allah for the beautiful weather that we could experience on that Monday morning. It was so beautiful to see the children marching up the little hillock, children of Makassar, children of Sunplit, children of uh, the Kramat itself. I think this thing, and I need to put the feather in the heads of all those people involved in the organization of this beautiful event. Now my dua is just that this event should actually be, it should grow. We have, and I think I'm very hopeful that very soon, according to all the big guns of the government that were there, that inshallah in the near future, hopefully by next year or even perhaps a year later, this will be one of the heritage sites of the many. And that we should broaden the celebration of this heritage by inviting all the surrounding towns as far as Palms, Talambos, the Strand, you name it, of all the Madaris that we have and all the Muslim high schools that we should come in great numbers, in, dressed in the uniforms of our Madaris or whatever that we should celebrate. And in a similar thing could happen in the Bukap under the auspices of the MDC, inshallah. That is my wish as far as the heritage of the future of this area is concerned. Then, just recently, I was very pleased to note for Sikh that communities like Mitchell's Plain, they brought some of their seniors out on the Sunday morning. Alhamdulillah, the weather was also nice. And a similar group came under the leadership of Morana Shahid Nuruddin. They brought also seniors out the very Monday morning of Heritage Day. I think this idea of celebrating Heritage Day should be encouraged in all communities. And just imagine if we come in our numbers, this can become a very, very big event to show not only we're celebrating heritage, but show that we as a Ummah are one year advocate. That we are celebrating as one Ummah this site where I would call it the cradle of Islam was started. Subhanallah. Um, so, so um, then, then if we look at uh, uh, the uh, the Kramat area in terms of uh, um, going back in history and understanding, and we, we spoke uh, earlier about uh, the fact that uh, um, our 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 um, you know uh, Karamats in, in in this community they were not just slaves, but they were rather political prisoners. They were um, you know pe- no, people of nobility. Um, so 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 when we reflect upon that. 
that um, and we look at the rich history that this community has, uh, do we sometimes maybe take it for granted because we, we don't understand and, and reflect upon the extent of, of the heritage that we are that we're faced with? Exactly. I think we, when we look at those who came, they, I, w- I would place them in different categories. At the top, I would put the islands who came. And, you know, there, there is a row of, there's a, a list of these imams in the archive between and around about 1758, compiled in that period, who were exiled. The moment they opposed Dutch imperialism, they were posted to the Cape. And they called them the banditan imams, the convict imams. It's a list of them. That's apart from the political exiles like Sheikh Yusuf and Tuanguru and Daraja from Bora and those imams that buried on Robben Island at Constantia. Now, I think these luminaries, it, it should become a common name in the mouths of our little ones in the Madaris, our heroes. And I think they, these way, the education that should come on board and draft that curriculum for the Madaris where these children can be aware of our own heroes. And I think many, many of the, the Madaris have, have started that. I remember I was invited by the uh, Cremon Main Road Jama with the, with the school day in, 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 in the school, uh, I don't know what the school is, in Tagalog or whatever, where they had a Saturday morning madrasa. And then we did a PowerPoint about these great leaders of Islam in the early days. I think this is something that we should really focus on because it can help us to build up that pride. It can help us to remember this is our identity as Muslims and we should stick together to retain that identity because we are living in a multi-ethnic society and it is important that as Muslims we should do everything in everything in our power to retain our identity as Muslims. Uh, Mr. Ibrahim Roeder, unfortunately time has run out. I would still like to have reflected upon this uh, but inshallah uh, at a later stage perhaps we can, uh, we can really get stuck into the history and heritage of the Makassar area inshallah. Um, shukran so much for joining us uh, online. It's always a pleasure, Fashir. Shukran to you too and the voice of the Cape. Fine. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That was Mr. Ibrahim Bruder, a Cape historian. And uh, joining me in studio, I have uh, Mr. Nazim Braf, a historian uh, also of the Maka- of the Karamat area, as well as uh, um, uh, I have uh, Imam Abdul Sattar Maza, resident of Makassar. And uh, earlier on in the show, we chatted to Mawlana Abdul Khalik Ali, first deputy president of the MJC. Well, I want to say a big shukran to all of my guests, inshallah. And uh, um, also shukran to you, the listener, for tuning in and for commenting. Um, Abdul Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.